Yeah. Welcome to the podcast after the broadcast. It's the first uh, broadcast without Matt DeBurs on the show. He's off getting married, getting ready for that. Then Saturday he gets married, and then he goes off on a vacation. And, uh, and what a vacation it is. It's going to be pretty awesome for sure. What a show we had, though, huh, Jack? Yes, we sure did on the hottest day of the year, hopefully. All right. Uh, Greg uh, reached out to us, just like you can at any time, by going to the Chris Jack and Matt page at kissinfm.com. He had an issue. I basically said, happy back to school week. Hey, Greg, happy hey. Ha- happy back to school week. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound it. Well, you you reached out to us. You got a bit of a, a, an issue with your daughter and your wife. Tell us what's going on. Every year, she puts my daughter or our daughter into the same class as her friend. Oh, it's like we're following her around. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Every year, call the principal, talk to the teachers. I think, uh, I, I don't think it's putting our daughter in a good place as far as education goes. Yeah. And maybe a social life, too. You know, meeting new friends or new people is kind of part of everyday life. Yeah. And this is just being taken away from her. Interesting. I remember when my daughter was in school, she was that one kid that never got to be with the rest of her friends. Every year Aww. she was the one that always got to be. But, it, you know, looking back now, she was always sad. I remember her being sad when she'd come home. But, but that, that did give her opportunities to meet new kids, and it kind of all worked out. But you say your wife doesn't take that chance, huh? No. Every year it's the same got to get into that class right and then and then as well she's buddies with all of the other parents okay so so there's this whole group going on hmm so is she doing it for her daughter or herself that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) jack what about in your life what happened oh i had the mom my mom did call the principal and the teachers and i was always in my best friend jessica's class and it was awesome (laughs) so i don't know whose side i'm on (laughs) so what what are you scared of here like what are you scared of well basically like you know some social skills yeah Mm -hmm. that that's a good thing i mean i guess when i grew up i didn't have any friends at all so (laughs) i think the teachers and the principal are going to be you know my wife's always pushing so maybe they're going to start pushing my daughter around okay interesting so when the problems with the with Mm. the this one student happened like the first day of school the the teachers go oh here we go is what you're saying all right exactly well that's interesting we think we know what jack's side is i (laughs) i I know i know we never we just kind of let the kids it was kind of like a class roulette they just kind of wherever yeah. they wherever they were they stuck and and it seemed to work out for them but you know what uh, everybody's got a different opinion we'd love to hear yours right now what should greg try and do how do you t- is there any talking your wife out of this <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be the one to do that. <laughs> Hi. I wanted to comment, actually, on that poor guy. Yeah. Right. Because his wife uh, needs to wake up. I'm sorry. But uh, my kids were military years ago. And when you go into a new school and those kids that have been together for all those years, yeah, they end up in a big clique. Yes. And so do the parents. And then those kids that want to come in to be social are shunned. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, 
It does. I'm just making that comment. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, it makes it real tough, right? It's a great yeah, point. Going away on uh, Greg's situation there. Yeah, what uh, do you think? When I was growing up, I was a military child, so I was moving every year or two. So I, I was very good at making new friends, but I tough to make lifelong friends. Right. So something I've always wished I had was the ability to have friends that I grew up with my whole life that I would still know. I have friends now, but it seems like every couple of years I kind of lose touch with a lot of them. and keep meeting new people so I, I always kind of wish to have those lifelong friends that I you know now that I've settled in Edmonton I have all these friends who've known each other for years and years you know you, you just don't have that same connection so maybe by doing that it'll help get out with those lifelong connections yeah I was asking my daughter about it yesterday because as I mentioned when we were talking mm -hmm. to Greg she was never in the same class with her friends every year and yeah. uh, she said she doesn't really keep in contact with any of her friends from school now. So really? That's interesting. So there you go. Jack, you were in the same class with Jessica, and you mm -hmm. guys had babies two days apart. So, I mean, yeah. right? So, thanks, Mom. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what, what's your name? Uh, Steve. Hey, Steve. Thank you very much for yeah. calling. We're talking about Greg. Greg's got a problem. Back to school this week, of course, and not necessarily everything works out perfect when it comes to kids and uh, the classrooms that they're in. Jack, we talked about this earlier, and uh, you somehow magically always managed to be in the same class with your best friend, Jessica. Jessica and I were in the same class every single year, and I think our moms might have had something to do with it. I think your moms were a lot like Greg's wife. And then as well, she's buddies with all of the other parents. Okay. Okay. So, so there's this whole group going on. Hmm. So is she doing it for her daughter or herself? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was Greg's question. He's frustrated. He's just like, I, I, every year it's the same thing. She doesn't get in the same classroom with her friends. Uh, my wife goes to the principal or mm -hmm. the teachers or whoever makes this call and gets her moved. And he's just done with it. And so we're asking for your uh, opinion on that and uh, you know, what you think. And uh, I mean, we get so many text messages and uh, many teachers are now chiming in. Yeah. Yeah, this one comes right from a teacher's perspective. She says that mother would be doing her child such a disservice. We start making class lists at the end of the year, trying to carefully balance and blend student personalities, learning styles, and friendship needs. Last year, at the beginning of the school year, we put a group of grade seven girls into my classroom, and none of them were friends with each other. However, they were all super nice girls that could potentially become friends. Well, thankfully, none of the moms pulled that move, and the group gelled together throughout the year and became best of friends, and we had no girl drama the entire year. For this new school year, we make sure that they were together again. Trust the process, people. We are trying to do the best for your kids, not the worst. All right. Well, there you go. And we had somebody chime in earlier talking about they went through the same thing with hockey. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the kids got cut. And then the rest of the kids decided they really want to still play with that kid. So they were all pulling out. And the parents were all pulling out. And you're like, is that for real? That's a real is, thing? So you're you pull like, your is, kid out of the is, team? Is that, real, is that real life? And I I remember that because selfishly as parents, especially as parents, you, you, you know, become best friends with a bunch of these hockey parents. And then if your kid doesn't make make the team or their kid doesn't make the team it changes your whole winter plans it's like what we were going to be we were going to be together that doesn't make any that's not <laughs> fair at stay all together. But, but i mean seriously like you know again you know what is the real problem so to speak uh kathy you've got an opinion on this we'd love to hear yours too at 780-421-1039 hi i wanted to comment actually on that poor guy yeah right his wife uh needs to wake up i'm sorry but uh, my kids were military years ago, and when you go into a new school and those kids that have been together for all those years, yeah, they end up in a big clique, yes. and so do the parents. And then those kids that want to come in to be social are shunned. Yes, mm. yeah. So, 
It does. I'm just making that comment. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, it makes it real tough, right? It's a great yeah, point. James Barker Band, and I'm just saying, kissing in the morning with Chris Jack, and, well, Matt's away, so we've replaced him with a man twice his size. Um, <laughs> yes. Justin Sorensen's with us. Uh, it's funny, because Matt's a get off getting married, which you know, and uh, you're you're getting, you're in that process. You're mm-hmm. earlier than him. You're going to get married next year, next April, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so you're kind of, just kind of going through that stuff. So, uh, what have you observed so far? What, you know, can you, you can you put yourself in Matt's shoes right now? He looked pretty nervous yesterday. I don't know. He's he, pretty wound up. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's getting close for him, I can imagine. Yeah. I guess the only advice is just whatever she wants, let her have it. Yeah, it's, I, <laughs> I like that advice. And I think he's living it. It's pretty much perfect that way. <laughs> That's what I've learned so far. Yeah, uh, yeah. 900 bucks would come in handy for anybody right mm-hmm. now. we got the bullseye contest coming up. Uh, Justin from your Edmonton Eskimos, big game coming up on Saturday, of course. Uh, uh, you know, uh, when we had, was it the last time we had you in the studio? When did we have you in the studio last? Was it a couple weeks ago? Two weeks ago, ago probably. Two, yeah. two weeks ago. Anyway, uh, we got to get back on the winning track, and we will. I mean, it's just a, it's just a, a matter of time, and you got to make some adjustments and do that kind of stuff. And you got this new, uh, new old receiver that's come in, which is awesome. So football is going to take care of itself. Uh, we were talking off air about uh, your experience when you went to uh, university when you were down in the states. Of course, you grew up on the on the west coast. But where did you play? Uh, university of South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, and in South Carolina, maybe on the path for this hurricane that's coming in, mm-hmm. uh, Hurricane Irma. So you, you imagine you've got fa- you know friends now, lifelong friends and things like that, that are just kind of uh, getting ready. They they say that it'll be there by Tuesday if it hits, right? Yeah, they say if it hits, it'll be Category One there by Tuesday. Did anything like that ever happen when you were there? Uh, no, no, but like I think two years before I got down there, one hit South Carolina and hit Charleston or Myrtle Beach pretty good. Yeah. And so I heard like obviously the remnants of that, but nothing really hit while I was there. I mean, a few hit Florida while I was there, but not that far up. Right. I mean, I guess it's kind of a, a life story where, you know, we deal with winter and of course we have severe storms that come through here. Fortunately, nothing, uh, you know, nothing like that that's going to impact that many people, but everybody's got their thing, right? You know, I mean, we've got winter, they've got hurricanes. Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of. All, all evens out that way. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, back to school. Do you remember when you went back to school, like for those first days, were you excited? What, for sure. I was always excited. You know, you got the whole summer, you don't see all your friends, and then the Everyone first day, was scared of you. Yeah, first day back, it's like a big party because <laughs> everybody goes to see everybody again. Yeah, it was and what fun. about growing? Like, you remember how, you, Jack, you would go to, you'd go to school with the same people, and then the next year, you, they'd be just the summer, and they'd come back, and they'd be like six inches taller. Crazy. They'd have, they have low voices and beards, and you'd be like, what happened? Who are you? Yeah, did well, that, that I was probably that person. Yeah, I'm know, thinking like. No, I mean, I, I was always the tallest, so I came back. I was still taller than everybody. <laughs> yeah. surprise there. It was like just, you were just that much yeah. taller than I them was all. Like, yeah, well, you grew again. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you're here. You know the number for Bullseye now. So you're gonna you're gonna play the game with the folks, and uh, mm-hmm. again, it's their chance to win 900 bucks. What's the key to this contest, Jack? Besides listening, of course, and calling in. Yes, of course. The key is to follow along at kissinfm.com. We want to make sure that no numbers are being called again. All right, we're gonna do that in moments. Hang on. Good morning, Kissin Country. Hello. Hi, who's this? This is Janice. Hey, Janice, hey, Janice. you are Janice. caller number ten. Oh, Yahoo! Say hello to Edmonton Eskimo Justin Sorensen. Hello, Justin. Hi, Janice. How's it going? Oh, great. Thank you. Let's see if uh, Justin's maybe your lucky, uh, I don't know, lucky Lucky charm. Oh, absolutely. I hope so. When I see him, I don't see charm, but I, but yeah, many do, many do, yes. many do. That's awesome. A, yeah, you bet. That's a, that's a big charm. What would you do with your nine hundred bucks if you want it right now? Oh, we're building a home, so I could probably buy something for there. That'd there. be awesome. All home right. sense, yeah. here you come. There you yeah. go. <laughs> you, can buy, you can buy a lot of home sense with nine hundred bucks. I know my, my girl goes all the time. There you go. <laughs> 
Beautiful. All right. Well, Jack, ask the question. Yes, Janice, tell us, this number that you're thinking of, what does it mean in your life? Uh, it's got something to do with my birthday, but I'm giving away my age. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, yeah, well, we're not that smart. We won't pick up on it. Okay, You'll be good. Fine. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, but uh, all right. What's that number? 54. That number again? 54. Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, darn. Sorry, Janice. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. I thought for sure you were going to choose 60, which is Justin Sorensen's <laughs> number. I'm not going to say if that's oh, right I'm or wrong. Sorry. But that's that's okay. That's and a, go F go. There you nice. go. Thank you so much. That's the most important part. You uh, bet. All right. Don't forget, you can play uh, You can play again at 11.15, and uh, they can check their numbers to make sure they don't get picked. You Kissnfm. bet. Thanks, Janice. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Janice. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Well, he's away on holidays. He's getting ready for his big wedding this weekend, and Justin Sorensen from your Edmonton Eskimos is in the house. Number 60 on the, uh, well, on the roster, number one in your heart, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. He's just nodding, yes. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> He's so humble. It's all good. All right, well, we're going to give you a chance to try to stump the sheets, kids. Get ready to call 780-421-1039, and uh, it's your chance to try to stump me with a question. If you do, you're going to win tickets, a four-pack of tickets to see the Eskimos take on the Stampeders. How important is a big crowd there on uh, Saturday night? You saw Monday they had a big crowd down in Calgary, didn't they? Yeah, it was, it was almost sold out down there, but uh, Calgary fans aren't nearly as good as Eskimo fans, so they don't show up nearly as much. Right. <laughs> but it's huge. It's huge to have a bunch of fans down there at the game. Yeah. Just because then they make noise when they're on offense, and that really interrupts the flow of an offense if they can't hear what the quarterback's saying. Nice. And you know what? Yeah, it's going it to, just it's all about momentum. The football's about momentum, and the crowd can really get. Jack, I know when you're there, you just get the crowd going, don't you? Oh, my God. No, gosh. she yells at the 50 50 ladies. Momentum <laughs> from my section, let me tell you. But today is actually uh, Beer Lover Day. And, then, and you know, when uh, it's 30 degrees on a day like this, of course, you're in training now. You actually don't have any beer until the off-season, uh, Justin. Right. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's an offensive lineman. I think you probably have beer in your cereal in the morning. But anyway, uh, <laughs> if you had one go-to beer on a 30-degree date like this, what beer would it be? Well, I really like wheat beers. And okay. so, actually, probably my favorite one right now is a local brewery. Mm. Uh, I like uh, Apricot a lot right now. Okay. We had a couple people texting in about that. Apricot. Yeah, it's real good. All right. Yeah, it's spelt with a K. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. How many normally would you have at a sitting, depending, like a weekend, not on the off season? That's like, such a dangerous question. I mean, are we talking about just one with a girl, a few with the boys, or like a St. Patrick's Day where you have a whole bunch? Isn't every day St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> I mean, that's a wide spectrum there. Hi, Chris. It's Sue. Hey, Sue. Do you have a little person there? McKenna here. She has a school question for you. Oh, boy. I'm getting nervous. How old is McKenna? I'm 14. Uh-oh. 14. It's a science question. Oh, no. You're in trouble, Sheets. I'd rather go with a 4-year-old than a 14-year-old, but okay. (laughs) What grade are you in, uh, McKenna? Grade 9. Grade 9. All right. Yeah, that was the best three years of my life. Um, okay, so uh, school's going well so far? Yep. Are you in the classroom with all of your friends? Yep. All right, so that worked out. We'll talk yeah. more about that coming up. What kind of question are you going to ask me from what uh, What different, uh, I guess, what different subject? What subject? It's a math question. A math question. I can see him shaking and sweating now. <laughs> all right, this is a waste of time, but go ahead. <laughs> What is the diagonal line of symmetry called? The diagonal line of symmetry. You better break out a dictionary. Do you know this answer, Jack? <laughs> I think so. You do? 
Yeah. All right. Well, it, you may not be able to stump the Sweeney, but I think you'll probably stump the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. What is the diagonal line of symmetry? Symmetry. It it, it is the. I, I, I know. I know. I know it's not circumference, and I know it's not perimeter. But those are the only two that are coming to me. What I'm is it? I'm going to guess the middle. <laughs> it's, it's called oblique. The oblique. Oh, the oblique. I've you heard knew of, that, Jack, I, right? I have heard of the oblique. In fact, I think I've pulled it in my ribs. It's like <laughs> it's somewhere long lost on his body. <laughs> it's right, right underneath what used to be well was never abs. Guess what, right. uh, McKenna? You're going to Lamley's. You got a shopping spree from Lamley's for fifty dollars, so you can Woo! do some back to school shopping. And you're going to the Eskimo game with a family four pack of tickets for Saturday night. <laughs> Hey, no problem. I did that on purpose. Yeah. I wanted you to win. I knew it was oblique all along. You're welcome. You knew it was oblique all along. <laughs> of course you did.